My thought today is that the Bible <coughs> is not politically correct. The Bible is not politically correct. We're living in an age of political correctness when uh, all around us uh, people are looking at the polls to see who is going to be elected as the next president of the United States. Uh, is it going to be Hillary? Is it going to be Yassan? Yassan, I almost said Yassan bin Laden. <laughs> Obama? Is it going to be uh, uh, Mitt Romney or uh, Giuliani? Or who's it going to be? Well, when we go to the Bible, we find that uh, it has a totally different view of the world than today's politicians and today's voter. You know, uh, one time the uh, United States was considered to be a constitutional republic today is it's considered to be more like a democracy you know the majority rules you know uh, it's what people want to proclaim you know if the majority says this issue is the way it should be then that's the way it should be well we know this is in, in conflict to the word of God the Bible teaches even as it relates to God's people that we are in the minority uh, Solomon in his last in his blessing in First Kings the eighth chapter says in the fifty third verse, For thou didst separate them from amongst all people of earth to be thine inheritance, thou, thou spakest by the hand of Moses thy servant, when thou broughtest our fathers out of Egypt, O Lord God. Um, so we see here that um, the Bible teaches that the people of God are those that are separate from all the other peoples of the earth. And God is the one that separated them out as his own inheritance. Political correctness is tell people what they want to hear. Political correctness is get the uh, majority on your side so they will give you their acceptance. I recently heard about a Southern Baptist minister in Wichita, Terry Fox, who had for to come out again very strong against homosexuality and abortion and um, things uh, that uh, uh, would line up with the Bible as far as you know Terry Fox's doctrine theology is definitely Southern Baptist free willism Arminianism, but taking a stand against sin, Terry Fox was taking a a stand against all the evils in our society and his deacon board got tired of it and went to him and said we're tired of hearing all this every every Sunday coming out against sin abortion and homosexuality and you're not preaching the gospel and so they basically forced him out of there he ended up resigning the church and uh, now has basically gone belly up rented a, a hall to try to come out against these things and you know just was unable to uh, financially make it I understand well he was not in the majority he was not in the politically correct uh, environment even though he lived in Wichita and they're considered to be a uh, conservative place you know um, you got Tillman up there uh, uh, performing more abortions than any one other, any other abortionist in the, in the world, late-term abortions uh, as well. But 
again, when our society, when you have the media piping into people's houses every day, all of this filth and garbage, people want to hear smooth things. People want to hear uh, that you know it's it's okay to be gay. People want to hear it's okay to you know teach his own. You know, determine what is good for you and your own lifestyle. Don't go back to the Word of God as a measurement for our ethics. Don't go back to the Word of God for our theological doctrine. Um, go to the psychologists, the sociologists, the cultural anthropologists, the philosophers of the day, and just find that politically correct balance so that nobody is upset with anybody. We can just all live together comfortably and be live happily ever after. Well, the Bible is incorrect politically incorrect. It's incorrect in its teachings on ethics. It's politically it's politically incorrect in its teaching on doctrine, theologically. Um, and so, <clears throat> if you really want to use the Bible as your standard for living and use the Bible as your standard for uh, doctrinal instruction, I'm going to tell you that you are going to be rejected by the mainstream of society because it's politically incorrect. Um, We're going to look at a couple passages to prove this this morning, how that the Bible is politically incorrect. You know, to start with, let's think about this. Uh, God is politically incorrect. (laughs) God himself is politically incorrect. How can I say that? Well, God is holy, righteous, and just. He is separate from sinners. He um, is independent of his creation. He says, I work all things after the counsel of my own will. He doesn't need the acceptance of man. We don't vote God in or out of office. Uh, God is in his office and he will do whatever he pleases in the armies of heaven and none can stay his hand or say unto him what doest thou so God's politically incorrect a lot of people are upset with God because he his word uh, is quick and powerful as a two edged sword and uh, it it divides okay and uh, so it says in the first chapter of Romans that the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Political correctness is those who are holding the truth in unrighteousness. It says here that professing themselves to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible beasts into birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves who, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshipped and served the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. I'm reading in the first chapter of Romans. God is politically incorrect. And the Bible is politically incorrect also as it relates to uh, theological instruction, doctrinal instruction. 
when it says in the second chapter of Romans, For he is not a Jew, which is one outwardly, neither is that circumcision which is outward in the flesh, but he is a Jew, which is one inwardly, and circumcision is that of the heart. We're living in a time when the the uh, doctors of theology want to say that the Jews are God's chosen people and that uh, God uh, looks favorably on the Jews and he saves them eternally differently than he does the Gentiles. Now this is a lie from the pit of hell because uh, we see here in the, in the uh, second chapter of Romans Paul says that he's a Jew which is one inwardly who's been circumcised of the heart. The Holy Spirit is the only uh, person who can regenerate the heart of fallen man. That includes Jews, that includes Gentiles, that includes all people on the face of the earth who are God's chosen people, who are those who've been separated from all the other people like we read back there in 1 Kings. Without it separate them from among all people of the earth to be thine inheritance as thou spakest by the hand of Moses thy servant when thou broughtest our fathers out of Egypt, O Lord God. And we see the same thing in today that those who have been circumcised apart, who have been brought out, who have been translated into the kingdom of God's dear Son, those are the ones that are God's chosen people. Those are the ones that are circumcised of heart. Yes, the Bible is politically incorrect. It's politically incorrect. Let's look at another passage that shows that the Bible is politically incorrect. Well, what about as it relates to, we see in Revelation, uh, there's uh, what the final finale is going to be on this earth. And um, we see what's going to happen to this world. Um, in the 18th chapter of Revelation the second verse it says and he cried mightily with a strong voice saying Babylon the great is fallen is fallen and has become the habitation of devils and the hold of every foul spirit and the cage of every unclean bird and hateful bird for all nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication and the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her and the merchants of the earth are waxed rich through the abundance of her delicacies. Okay, so here we see that the Bible is proclaiming that the inhabitants of the earth are politically in, you know, God has his correctness, God has his measure line, his standard, and the world has their standard. The world's standard is that it's okay, we will... Uh, it says the kings of the earth who have committed fornication and live deliciously with her shall bewail her and lament for Babylon when they shall see the smoke of her burning. And the merchants of the earth shall weep and mourn over her for no man buyeth their merchandise anymore. The merchandise of gold and silver and precious stones of pearl, fine linen, purple and silk and scarlet and all wood and all manner of vessels of ivory and all manner of vessels of most precious wood and brass and iron and marble, cinnamon and odors and ointments and frankincense and wine and oil and fine flour and wheat and beasts and sheep and horses and chariots and slaves and souls of men. Well, you know, Babylon was politically correct. It was giving everybody what they wanted. 
It was given them all these things. But it says here, Alas, alas, that great city that was clothed in fine linen and purple and scarlet and decked with gold and precious stones and pearl, in one hour so great riches has come to naught. You know, God sees the Babylons of this earth as politically, uh, they are, you know, um, in defiance against God and His law and His word. And so the Bible is politically incorrect. The people of this earth, they want one way. They want uh, everything for today. Live for today. Eat, drink, and be merry. Scripture says tomorrow they die. And, uh, and you know, we, we see the many blessings that God has bestowed upon us and how that sometimes... Um, when you talk to people that have gone, I recently had heard of a gentleman who just, um, I think, gone to India like 13 times. And he said that when he went over there, he it always reminded him of how absolutely spoiled the United States is. How many uh, absolute conveniences we have and how we take things for granted and we are living in a politically correct society where everybody just needs to get along don't ever uh, bring out that God would be angry with sin don't bring out that God is uh, against uh, wrong wrongful teaching and does not line up with his word and don't don't bring these things up because that is politically un- incorrect. That is politically incorrect. Well, in the 68th Psalm, the Bible is very much politically incorrect when it says, "Let God arise, let His enemies be scattered, let them also that hate Him flee before them." But let the righteous be glad. Let them rejoice before God. Yea, let them exceedingly rejoice. A father of the fatherless, a judge of the widow, is God in his holy habitation. Thou, God, didst send a plentiful rain, whereby thou didst confirm thine inheritance when it was weary. Thy congregation has dwelt therein. Thou, O God, hast prepared for thy goodness for the poor. The Lord gave the word. Great was the company of those that published it. Um, well, there's a contrast here. He he uh, blesses the Lord who daily loadeth us with benefits, even our God of our salvation. So there is a uh, connection between God's people and his blessings and his doctrine and what he's done for them in salvation. Now, it's not... Let's, let's look at it in the um, uh, vast uh, number of churches. There's probably... Uh, um, in, in the United States, <coughs> I don't know how many churches there are, but there are literally hundreds of thousands of churches and people that meet each Sunday morning who say they are uh, Christians. But most of those Christians deny the word of God in a, as it relates to God's doctrinal precepts. 
they again the Bible is politically incorrect when it comes to doctrine most people what do most people want to hear most people want to hear that Jesus Christ came died on a cross and made it possible for all men to be saved that's the Billy Graham doctrine that's the politically correct doctrine that's the um, doctrine of what I call for itching ears people want to hear that they don't want to hear the truth uh, of the fact that Jesus Christ chose out for himself a people to die for the Father gave to the Son a specific people that Jesus Christ would come and die for. When he says in the 17th chapter of John, And thou hast given him power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. Now that is politically incorrect. People do not want to hear that. What gives God the right to you know, select some and not all? That's not fair. Well, he says that um, now they have known all, that all things whatsoever thou hast given me are of thee. And he says, I pray for them, I pray not for the world. Well, that's not fair. You know, if God created everyone, then he should pray for everyone. Well, God has a right to pray for who he wants to pray for. Well, it's politically incorrect. Now he says, uh, I pray not that thou shouldst take them out of the world but thou shouldst keep them from the evil God is proclaiming that this world is an evil politically this, is a, uh, this world is an evil place to live in an evil political place to live in and he says uh, in another place what else is politically incorrect in the Bible the whole Bible is politically incorrect. So when people talk about, you know, who's going to be our next president, whoever becomes president, uh, we know that God is, is the one that raises up kings and brings down kings. But we also know that in our corrupt society that we're living in, anyone that is elected president of the United States is going to be... Uh, against God and against his word because that person could never be elected um, because the fact that they are going against the word of God the only way they can be elected is if they're politically correct if the masses of people give their assent to put them in office you know if Mitch, Mitch Romney gets elected president of the United States and I'm not just picking on Mitch Romney I'm just using that as a, an example but if he gets elected president of the United States it's only because the masses of people have given their assent to put this Mormon into office Mormonism we know is a Luciferian doctrine that is antichrist okay if Hillary gets into office we know that she is basically a witch she uh uh, has all you know you can do some study on what she put on her Christmas tree when she was in the White House and that will tell you a lot about what she believes but you know it's politically correct let's each do our own thing and uh, but the doctrine of God the doctrine of the Bible is politically incorrect 
he says in the, the third chapter of Ephesians, to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery which from the beginning of the world uh, hath been hid in God who created all things by Jesus Christ. <coughs> to the intent that now under the principalities and powers in heaven places might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God according to the eternal purpose which he purposed in Christ Jesus our Lord so God's purposes God's intentions have nothing to do with uh, the majority of what man wants in fact they're in total conflict to what man wants we see that when the, they erected the tower of Babel you know he conflicted their languages and scattered them throughout all the faces of the earth and that was not a very politically correct thing that he did there was it uh, <clears throat> we can also see Peter in the book of Peter Peter was uh, uh, stated a lot of things that were not politically correct and uh, he caught uh, a lot of flack over it, didn't he? He ended up hanging upside down on a cross because of his politically incorrectness. He says here in First Peter, the second uh, verse of the First Peter, the first chapter, elect according to the foreknowledge of God through the sanctification of the Spirit unto obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ, uh, grace unto you and peace be multiplied and um, he says to an inheritance incorruptible undefiled that fadeth not away reserved in heaven for you who are kept by the power of God through faith and the salvation ready to be revealed in the last time and he says for as much as you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers he was talking about the difference between being politically correct and politically incorrect but with the precious blood of Christ as a lamb without blemish and without spot who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world but was manifest in these last times for you okay so uh, he's speaking here of a particular redemption. He's speaking here of the fact that God did not die and make it possible for all men uh, to be saved. God already knew who he was coming to die for because the Father had given a group of people to him, the Son, and he came and did the work that his Father asked him to do. Well, how else is the Bible politically incorrect? Well, you know, it's uh, it's amazing. Uh, the ninth chapter of Romans is probably the most politically incorrect uh, book in the Bible. When it says, For the children being not yet born, neither having done any good or evil, that the purpose of God according to election might stand, not of works, but of him that calleth. All of the world religions, including uh, Christi- uh, a lot of the Christian den- call denominations, are a works religion. They believe that you have to do something to merit God's favor. They believe that it's the uh, whether a person makes it to heaven or not depends upon the free will of man and the and the good works that follow. But here, 
Paul dispels that uh, heretical notion by saying that for he said unto Moses I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion so then it is not of him that willeth nor of him that runneth but God that showeth mercy now folks that's politically incorrect I mean I've got to do something don't I I mean I have to pray the rosary don't I I mean I have to go to confession at least once a week don't I I mean I have to wear a bun up on the back of my head don't I I mean I have to do something to show God that I love him now we know that we as uh, children of God will will we are conformed to good works I'm not against good works that we should walk in them but it has absolutely nothing to do with our salvation it's not of him that willeth nor of him that runneth but God that showeth mercy Um, so he has mercy on whom he will have mercy and whom he will he hardeneth well that would make God that would make that would make man a robot folks this is politically incorrect doctrine now I want you to know the politically correct doctrine is the doctrine of Arminianism the doctrine of the free will of man the doctrine that man can raise himself up by his own bootstraps and he can choose God and in fact he can give himself new life by making this choice for God I remember James Dobson saying on the radio "There, there came a time when I had to just execute my free will James Dobson said basically in a nutshell there came a time when I had to give myself spiritual life and raise myself from spiritual death impossibility the Bible is politically incorrect in in terms of what it says how we should live our lives love your enemies do good to them that persecute you and say all manner of evil against you spitefully for my name's sake love your enemies that's politically incorrect folks so if you want to look at a measurement or a, a kind of a, a line, the, the God's line that he draws in the sand and the line that man draws in the sand and you want to compare and contrast the philosophy of God compared to the philosophy of man, look at this issue of political correctness. And if it's politically incorrect, okay, if it if it goes against the, what the majority says, um, if it if it uh, goes in contradistinction to the nature of man, okay, the fact that man was born and conceived in sin, if it um, goes against the uh, carnality and the mindset of an earthling who is trying to, like Solomon did, amass all this fortune and all this wealth. And we see in the latter part of Solomon's life, he had uh, taken on all these wives and was worshipping all of these different gods. He was trying to do what was politically correct, to win the favor of everybody. And in the process, he committed grievous sin against God. And uh, he realized when he wrote, he said, this is the whole duty of man. Fear God and keep his commandments. and Love your neighbor as yourself. Well, in Isaiah, 
46th chapter, the third verse says, Hearken unto me, O house of Jacob, and all the remnant of the house of Israel, which are born by me from the belly, which are carried from the womb. That's what God has done. He has uh, imparted spiritual life unto his elect. Uh, he has given them all things necessary for this life and for eternity. He says in the 45th chapter of Isaiah, the 40, uh, or the fourth verse, For Jacob my servant's sake, and Israel my elect, I have even called thee by thy name. I have surnamed, the, surnamed thee, though thou hast not known me. I am the Lord, and there is none else. There is no God beside me. That's politically incorrect. When you make a statement, there is no God, but uh, there's only one God and only one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. That's politically incorrect. Why do you think that they're uh, demanding that the chaplains in the, in the military uh, not use the name of Jesus Christ? Why do you think that they're now saying <clears throat> that you cannot invoke the name of Jesus Christ at military funerals? Well, this political correctness is, a, is really... Um, man's driving against his maker. Woe unto them that say unto his fa uh, father, What begettest thou, or to the woman what hast thou made? Woe unto him that striveth with, with his maker. Let the potsherds strive with the potsherds of the earth. Shall the clay say to him that fashioneth, What makest thou, or thy work? He ha hath no hands. Um, but God says, I have made the earth and created man upon it. I even my hands have stretched out the heavens and all their hosts have I commanded. Oh, that's politically incorrect. You know, um, you know, creationism is in politically incorrect. You know, it's much more palatable to believe uh, in evolution. That things have evolved over millions and millions and billions and billions of years. You know, and beginning with the little amoeba, and 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 then you know some little slime, uh, something just popped one day into something else, and and hence we have today, and we're continuing, by the way, according to evolution, we're continuing to evolve into something that we don't know in another million years what we'll be evolved into. That's politically correct. That is uh, that that tickles our ears, but the doctrine of the Bible says that uh, this this earth is going to be folded up. It's going to be burned up, and it's going to uh, dissipate. And there's going to be a new heaven and a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. And so, uh, it's politically incorrect correct to talk about the fact that God created. Uh, the heavens and the earth created this world in in, in uh, six literal twenty four hour days, and uh, in the begin you know in the beginning was uh, the beginnings of of uh, creation and Genesis that are found are absolutely even now being dissipated you know being in conflict to the theologians out there that try to say try to bring evolution and creation together. He says, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. That's what it said. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Well, um, it's politically incorrect.
to think that God did all of this by himself and he did not have to have the uh, aid of something other than just God that God is separate from his own creation that he is not interdependent with his creation it's politically incorrect it's also politically incorrect to say that there's an eternal hell people don't want to hear about a hell that's not politically correct why do you think that the uh, Roman Catholics created purgatory? They, they, they created a fire escape, man's fire escape, to get out of eternal hell by buying indulgences and paying lots of money to the Catholic Church to buy your way out of hell. Christ is the one that bought it for his people a way out of hell. And the way he did that was giving his very life. <clears throat> he actually um, reconciled us to God because he was a perfect sacrifice. He was a perfect sacrifice without blemish. And uh, when God looks at Christ, he sees his elect as without sin, perfectly holy and righteous the righteousness of Jesus Christ was imputed unto all of God's elect. That's not politically correct, folks. Not by the works of righteousness which we have done, but according to His mercy He saved us by the washing, <coughs> regeneration, and renewing of the Holy Ghost, which He shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ our Savior, that being justified by His grace, we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. That's politically incorrect. So today we've looked at a lot of different areas. We've seen how that the Bible is politically incorrect in creation. It's politically incorrect in uh, how we uh, should live our daily lives. It's politically incorrect <coughs> in um, uh, uh, the doctrine of salvation. It's politically incorrect in uh, uh, future things as it relates to uh, heaven and hell, eternal hell. It's politically correct, incorrect in regards to what's going on right now in this world, in the United States, as it relates to what is being taught from our pulpits. The doctrine of free will is a politically correct doctrine the Bible comes against this politically incorrect doctrine and dispels it and says it is not of him that willeth nor of him that runneth but God that showeth mercy so we see that the Bible is a politically incorrect book and uh, the reason I wanted to point that out is that we are living in a society of political correctness and we need to examine our political views if you want to say it that way and our doctrinal views not by the doctrines of men but by the doctrines of the Bible itself Father we pray that you would help us to do that we pray that you would help us to return back to your precepts and your word for not only instruction in life but also uh, to also teach us the doctrine of God. We know that the Holy Spirit is the only one that can open our eyes and open our ears and give us spiritual life. 
but we pray that you would help us to study your word and uh, that you would reveal yourself to us in your word and help us to uh, reject political correctness in our society and and, uh, what's going on in our society. Reject it and to uphold your word and your doctrine. We pray this in Christ's name. Amen.